Nikoshian Cast, the weekly sports anime fan podcast. My name is Matt, and joining me today is a very, very special guest, Matt. Hey, I know it's been a while, guys, but I'm happy to be here. <laughs> um, so today we're going to be doing our mid-season review of the ongoing shows from the winter season into the spring season, and we'll also be previewing uh, the new shows that we'll be tackling uh, during the spring season. Uh, as Matt just referred to, we're doing a double episode release today, so we're also releasing our review of the last episodes from the winter season for uh, Yamushi Petal, Tiger Mask, and All Out. Um, but today, on, on this episode, we're going to be taking a little bit wider look on the two continuing shows, Yamushi Petal and Tiger Mask, and you know, sort of what they've accomplished over the last season and where, where we think they're going, as well as previewing uh, the two shows we'll be following in the spring in addition to those, which are Encouragement of Climb and Big Windup. Um, so first things first, though, we always like to take uh, a moment at the end of each season to say thank you to all of uh, the listeners, uh, whether it's through one of your podcast apps or through YouTube. We really appreciate you um, following us so closely. Um, we appreciate all our subscribers, anyone who discovered us in the last few months or who has been following us from the beginning or at least from when we posted that Yuri on Ice review. Um, we... Uh, <laughs> it, Took me a second to get that. Yeah. It, uh, it, it's been fun, obviously. It, it's satisfying seeing um, people respond to the, the podcast. Uh, we said at the beginning that we were doing this for ourselves. You know, it, it's something we wanted to do as friends. It's, these are shows that we would enjoy watching anyway. Um, but it is always satisfying to see other people enjoy this little niche within a niche right. that, that we enjoy as well. I mean, even if we only had, even if, like, nobody listened to us, uh, we would still probably be doing this. But the fact that we do get other people to listen, actually, like, you know, it does make it, like, just that much more satisfying to see, like, that people are actually enjoying what we're doing. It's not just us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. Um, so, just a, a quick reminder, you know, we're, we're always happy to connect with people, uh, so we have our, our email, which is koshiancast at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to send in questions or comments on anything we've done or what we're going to do, we'd be happy to uh, talk about those on the show. Um, of course, you can follow us for updates on Twitter and Facebook at koshiancast. And then we're also on YouTube where we post every episode uh, on as Koshiancast. So, right. we're pretty consistent. Koshiancast is not a name that gets taken on many platforms. <laughs> so Surprisingly! Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> um, our little made-up portmanteau of a Japanese baseball stadium and podcast. So, um, so just, just a heads up, we're, we're going to do some mid-season reviews, but then over the next few weeks, we're going to be releasing the series reviews for the shows that uh, just finished airing recently. So we'll be doing a Manami Kamakura Girls High School Cycling Club, All Out, as well as TQ and its two spin-off shows uh, in the next few weeks. Uh, so first off, Matt, uh, I, I'd like to just go over 
the two shows that we're going to be continuing to cover uh, right. in the spring. So, do you want to start off with Tiger Mask and give, or excuse me, with Yamamushi Pedal and <laughs> uh, talk through what, what your impressions are as we're halfway through that that season and um, what what you think it's accomplished? Where do you think it's going? Okay. So, Yamamushi Pedal, <clears throat> we, we've talked about this a little bit in the past. Uh, we kind of fell out of sports anime for a while. It was the original Yamamushi Pedal that kind of got us back into the, like, into the genre. I would actually argue that it got us more into the genre than we actually were before. Yeah, definitely. Uh, however, like, so we, we kind of went into this. We, we weren't expecting too much. I certainly wasn't expecting too much. Uh, it's, for me, watching this season has been go has been like going back and watching an old movie or like playing a game that I really liked as a kid, and then discovering that maybe it wasn't that great to begin with. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't want to say like it's terrible. We've it's covered not. it's not we we've covered much worse on this show. Oh yeah. Uh. But that being said, the fact that we both kind of, you know, this was the series that we really got into at first. Uh, the fact that it that uh, New Generation has been, it's been letting us down. I, I mean, it's been letting me down, mm-hmm. definitely. I don't, I don't want to speak for both of us, but I, I kind of feel like that's kind of where you are, too. Well, yeah, I mean, and we've talked about this on the show a number of times, that it's only because we had medium to high expectations for the show that were disappointed right. by it. Um, I do it, think it's... there is a little bit of a qualitative difference uh, between this, which is effectively the third season of the show, and the first right. two. Uh, the reason being that it feels like there was something the first two did, and it was, frankly, a pretty successful show. And it, right. it, feels, it feels as though the current season is doing all it can to recapture what made the first show exciting. Right. So it, Which is... it feels as much like a recreation as a, an, a new story. Right, because it's interesting, because I was actually into the first couple episodes. Yep. I really liked where they were going with Teshima's character, with kind of making, kind of... Because Kinjo was, uh, like, the previous captain of uh, Sohoku team, uh, Kinjo, you know, he was kind of always this, like, big, all-knowing, grand champion, you know, like, his word was unquestionable, like, he knew exactly how everything was going to play out by virtue of being the captain of the team. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it seemed like at first they were kind of going in a different direction with Teshima, and that was really refreshing, the fact that Teshima, you know, he did kind of, you know, he wasn't actually that good, like... He kind of had to work to where he was. He, he had to work for it. He had to work for everything he had to do. And he always kind of came from that perspective. I remember very distinctly, you know, when Anoda was having problems at first, you know, he kind of pulls Anoda aside and being like, look, man, I get it. Like, it's kind of a confusing time for all of us right now. You know, if you need to take a moment to, you know, look back on, you know, kind of, kind of reposition yourself, kind of figure out where you're at right now, please, by all means. It's like, that did a lot to endear Iteshima to me as a captain. Ever since then, though, he has fallen into the exact same trope that Kinjo has, which is basically everything he does has this sort of completely bizarre, all-knowing plan behind it. Like, everything, like, no matter how dumb or stupid the plot is or his scheme is, 
it always works out in the end. With like, so there's this whole race. Uh, kind of the uh, the first half closer was the fact that he uh, was this whole first year race, and Sugimoto, the previous joke character from last season was also racing in it, even though he was a second year. And his entire plan effectively came down to planning for a miracle right. by essentially hoping that Sugimoto would be broken but still would miraculously come back at the end. Uh, and the funny thing is, it actually doesn't work out for him because Sugimoto loses that race. And their reaction is just kind of, okay, well, we're going with uh, Kaburagi now. Yeah, exactly. And it just, it feels, it, like, nothing really feels like it has much cohesion to what, like, to events that are actually going on. Yeah, I agree. Um, it's it it's a show that can still be more than it's been if they right. if they focus on fun and they focus right. on trying not trying to make every character fit into a trope from the previous season. Right. Um, and where they do that, they'll be able to succeed. But where they just try and recreate the same set pieces that made it famous in the first place, uh, they're going to fail. So right. this show will probably continue beyond this season just because it has enough momentum with it. Um, but I think that the second half of this season is going to be kind of make or break in determining what path it's going to go down. Whether it's going to be capable of telling its own story or if it's just going to force itself to keep retelling the same one from the first series. Right. And, and it kind of doesn't work as well because they're kind of trying to do this whole thing about Sohoku, you know, it's like now they have to come back in, they have to return to the Entertai as being the champions, you know, they have the pressure of that. The problem is that the series is still trying to paint them as being the underdog. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really where the biggest weakness comes from because these characters are underdogs. Uh... Like, okay, I understand that Teshima and Aoyagi were kind of, you know, the you know these are the two characters who were beat out by the previous first years for being on the team. So, you know, they do kind of have to build themselves back up. But I feel like the series hasn't really done a great job of, re of like, explaining how this team is the underdog again. Mm -hmm. uh, the f because especially, again, they did it okay at first with, the habit, with showing how Teshima was... You know, showing how much harder he had to work just to, like, be in the position he was in. At the same time, like, we haven't ever gotten anything past that. Mm -hmm. uh, we, yeah, we did and have... Sohoku keeps being successful in all their competitions. Right, exactly. So it's like, they don't really feel like the underdog. Not only that, but the series isn't really doing much to establish, like, why Hakone is supposed to be, like why we need to be aware of Hakone going forward just because, you know, they're Hakone. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's it's funny because Sohoku has three riders from its previous inter-eye still on the team. Hakone what? has two. They only have two people from the last inter-eye team, which got second place on it, and yet they still brag about, you know, we are the champions, nothing can separate us from being the champions. It doesn't matter if we lost... We will re regain our pride, and so Hoku has to be scrappy. It's like th there's nothing scrappy about being the best in Japan. Like, stop pretending. Yeah, like stop it, guys. Like, okay, I get that this is a team that was that was already kind of the underdog at first. You know, they're kind of like a small school club that miraculously made it into the championships. Mm -hmm. 
At the same time, though, like, we've already seen from this season, like, you've seen how many new first years that this team has. Yeah. Like, this is clearly a club that's growing. And I think if they had focused more on the issues of the fact that they're growing way too fast, I think that could have been interesting as well. Well, but yeah, again, and it's, it's hilarious because they never addressed the fact that they're a club with two third years, right. four second years... And like thirty first years, <laughs> and they 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 just don't acknowledge the fact that that's really difficult to maintain, and that they should be stressed out by that. But no, they're all calm and confident and excellent at what they do, without any conflict. It's right. it's so. I mean, again, it's a it's a show that does not demand to be completely realistic in ter- in terms of its portrayal of cycling and that's fine but at least let the characters be realistic people in an unrealistic situation right uh and it doesn't feel like that yeah basically and again it's not it's not like we are i i want to like it Mm -hmm. but it's better than days it's always it is better than days pretty much everything we have covered is better than days though so that's not saying a whole lot right i'm just just saying it's not at that level Okay, that's fair. Because it's like, again, like, I'd say this is still better than Tiger Mask, but... It is. Like, you know, it it just doesn't... But, you know, Tiger Mask still can be exciting to cover sometimes. Well, yeah, so... So speaking speaking of which, <laughs> Tiger Mask... Uh, so we're two-thirds of the way through Tiger Mask. And I, I don't mean to cut you off, but, you know... Yeah. I, clearly the point is that, that Tiger, Tiger Mask... It has its ups and downs, but at least it has some big ups where, right. you know, Yawamushi Petal doesn't always feel that way. Um, so we're two-thirds of the way through Tiger Mask. Um, it's it's clearly aiming towards a conclusion where... Uh, so the, the name Tiger Mask W doesn't really translate in English. The reason they put W is because it... If, if you read it in Japan, it's just said double. So it's just supposed to mean double Tiger Mask. Right. Um, referring to Tiger the Dark and Tiger Mask. Uh, that's a relationship we've known exists, but it ha- they haven't really done much with it for the first two-thirds of the show in terms of having any kind of relationship between the two characters despite growing up together. So only at the end of episode 25 here did we get to see a an acknowledgement between the two of them where they are probably going to start working together to finally defeat GWM. Right. Um, so we see where where it's going. We have the final revelation of who's the true big bad. It's Tiger the Great the Third. Um, so we know where it's going to go, where it has to go. Um, my impressions are largely due to the disappointment of episode 25 where there was a lot of <laughs> mystery and intrigue and well done battle sequences in episode 24 and they weren't able to maintain that level of excellence um right. which has really been the story with tiger mask is you know every 10 episodes or so it'll have one really good one and we'll say oh maybe maybe it'll stick around this time maybe we won't have to always right you know, slip back into terrible production values and awful scripts. But no, again, it, it can't maintain itself for more than one episode at a time. Which is incredibly bizarre because, like, we've had a lot of more two-parters this season or a lot more multi-part episodes. Because I, I... 
this episode, I think, has had more good episodes than last season. Yeah. But the bad episodes have just been so much worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the lows were very low. The the lows were nearly unbearable. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's interesting, though, because they've tried to do more multi-part episodes... Uh, like one of the big ones this season was the fact was uh, just following Tiger the Dark uh, during the uh, was it was it the, the hell, he- in the cell? hell in the oh, hole. hell in the hole that's right uh, and it's like if I recall that one was like it it was silly it was super silly but the fact that it was kind of embracing that silliness you know that's what made it really fun yeah and then the second episode like immediately let us down like it was still better than what we had seen some of the rest of that season but it's like it couldn't maintain that level of goofiness mm-hmm. that we had come to love and it, and it's kind of all over the place as well what makes this series fun as well like from last season like the episodes that were fun were generally just the ones that were pretty well animated the ones that had pretty decent production values yeah uh this season we had two episodes that were fun for completely different reasons uh, like, the the first episode of The Hell in the Hole was so completely goofy and over the top that it's like, okay, this is a really fun, campy episode. You know, okay, this is, like, maybe this is the direction the series is going to go in. No, nope. then, revert- start- then it takes itself super seriously right after that. Right. And, but then, yeah. at the very end of the season, in episode 24, we start seeing it take itself seriously, and it almost starts to work because it's setting up some interesting plot lines now. Mm-hmm. Uh, or it's potentially setting up some interesting plot lines. And then immediately undermines that in the following episode by going in the least interesting way possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, by basically just following... Again, because this is a show that's made for 10-year-olds. Right. Uh, so, you know, it's you know it's meant to be viewed in the same way you would a Saturday morning cartoon. Everything has to end... The, like, everything has to have the same moral... Has to have some sort of moral at the end. Well, yeah, and Every- everything has to sell tickets to New Japan Pro Wrestling. Right. And it's like... It, <laughs> There, there could have been an interesting story in here, or they could have taken this in a couple of interesting different directions, but they always have to fall back to the fact that this is promotional material. This is, like, this isn't the actual real event. The real event is meant to be the events at New Japan Pro Wrestling. Yeah. Uh, which, from what I understand, for people who do follow wrestling, apparently those have actually been phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, Tiger Mask is not living up to its namesake. Yeah, I agree. Um, so we'll we'll see where it goes. Probably won't be as interesting as we hope. Um, yeah. So this inter- isn't going to be the first time we have this conversation. I guarantee you that. Or the last. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Uh, so not not just for the continuing shows, but for all the shows we watched this season. So Yamushi Pedal, Tiger Mask, TQ, Manami Kamakura High School Girl Cycling Club, All Out. And March comes in like a lion. Um, of those six shows, do you think, if we weren't doing this podcast, which, if any of them, do you think you would be watching anyway? Uh, probably just Yamamushi Pedal. Uh, probably All Out as well. We kind of talked about this the last season preview. I probably would have given up on All Out, but you probably would have kept going and told me to keep watching. Mm-hmm. And so I probably would have kept watching All Out at this point then, because I would have been invested. Yamamushi Pedal, I probably would have turned on for a few episodes. Liked it all right, but honestly, if we weren't covering it, I probably would have dropped it by now. Uh, And then Minami Kamakura, no. I never would have even touched it. TQ, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have even heard of if not for Koshi and Cast. Right, right. 
Uh, yeah, that's and then and Tiger Mar- Mask. March, March comes in oh, like a lion. March comes in like a lion. I think I probably would have ended up watching that one's kind of a that one's kind of a hard one, uh, just because it, it was kind of the critical darling of the season. So I probably would have watched it at some point. It's probably one of those series I probably would have caught down the line. I don't know if I would have necessarily, like, watched it episode to episode, but once I had probably heard, like, no, no, this is a good series overall, I probably would have just sat down and marathoned it one day. Yeah. Yeah, I can say with some confidence I would have watched the first episode of Manami Kamakura and then said, what is this? (laughs) And never watched it again. Um, (sighs) All Out, I know I would have watched, uh, I mean... I mentioned it last time, but I watched days when I didn't have to. Just that's <laughs> that's just the kind of person I am. So, um, so I definitely right. would have watched All Out, um, and I would probably watch. I mean, I'm sure I'm sure I'd watch Yomushi Petal. If not week to week, I'd watch it uh, at the end right. of the season. Um, and then March comes in like a lion. I I actually agree with you. I think I would have watched it eventually, but I don't know if I would have watched it week to week. Um, I think right the the hype would have caught up to me sooner or later um yeah so uh, be, real quick you ahead. brought up kind of an interesting point though about manami comic or about days with manami kamakura because if i recall we actually had a lot of fun with it for like the first three episodes so now that you mention it i could have seen us like get like watching at least those uh-huh. uh just because they're like holy crap this series is awful we have to watch it yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, then eventually but, it would get just gross and weird and we'd, we'd have stopped it. Yeah, we would have been like, yeah, we don't need to watch this. Yeah. Um, so beyond what we did uh, re- related to Koshian Cast, did you watch any other anime this season, Matt? Uh, I have been trying to catch up on Kuroko's Basketball. <laughs> oh. That ha- I mean, I've been messaging you pretty much any time I sit down to watch it, so you kind of know my expectations for it, mm-hmm. or, like, how I've generally been feeling about it. I don't... I something more than it, you. I don't know if I like it or dislike it more <laughs> than you. You just feel more than I do. I-, I have more feelings towards it than you, but I don't know if that's necessarily good or bad. Right. Uh it's it's been an interesting experience we when i finished watching it because you've already watched it you've already you mm-hmm. followed it as it was coming out uh, uh i didn't follow it as it was coming out I, I i binged it after it came out shortly after it finished oh okay okay uh so we will probably end up doing a series review for that once mm-hmm. i do finish it and because the reason i was watching it was catching up with uh was trying to catch up with so we could for the movie that's coming out or mm-hmm. is probably I think it's actually already out in Japan but I don't think it's been posted like oh, yeah, no. anywhere online. Oh, of course not. No. Uh, I'm sure there are fan subs out in there, but we don't do that here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like we're cool. Um, but then otherwise, uh, something I know that we've both gotten into lately was uh, Yawa. Not Yawamushi Pedal. Uh, <laughs> My Hero Academia. We both kind of got into that this past week, and we're both pretty excited about getting into uh, for the second season. Yeah, I, I pretty much binged My Hero Academia because I don't know why I didn't watch it originally, but right. I just didn't. I, it just didn't hook me. I didn't know anyone else who was watching it, but then I saw the hype train and the the previews for season two. I'm like what am I doing? Like, this is a show that was made for me. So I went through and indeed it was. And I loved, uh, I loved the first season. And so, yeah, we're both looking forward to keeping yeah. up with it. 
the only other anime that I followed is actually the same as last season. I, I, I watched the end of uh, Mobile Suit Gundam Iron-Blooded Orphans, oh. um, which is great. I love Gundam. Uh, I I will watch most new Gundams, especially the, the more political, less uh, space magic Gundams. Right. <laughs> uh, and I, I really love the Universal Century Timeline Gundams, or, you know, the original Timeline Gundams, or um, any of them that, that take that more military rather than space fantasy right. approach to it. Uh, so Iron-Blooded Orphans was right up right up my alley, and I enjoyed the conclusion. I, I thought it was done really well. Um, cool. And Is that getting another season? I thought I had heard that that was. I could be wrong about that. I don't think so. No? Okay. Um, cool. Well, I... Th- think uh was there anything else you were watching nope that's it okay cool so i think that's probably about time uh for us to jump into the spring lineup yeah so we got as you uh, alluded to earlier we got two shows we're doing uh both of them are actually already out yeah Uh, so the the thing here was that we were looking at the shows that were coming out for the spring (laughs) and we, we really tried to find anything that could qualify as a sports anime and there weren't any. There just simply wasn't anything to choose from. Um, right. And we didn't want to just do two shows per week. Right. Uh, just because those were the only ones airing. So we decided to go back and, and do a couple that had already been released. So the first one, yeah, was um, Encouragement of Climb, which is a... Uh, it's short, shorter episodes. It's like five or ten minute right. episodes. Um and it, it came out over the last couple of years. The reason that we're doing this one is because a new season is coming out this year. And so we just wanted to catch up so that we could do the new season on the show. Yeah. So basically the entire show is about... There are two girls who made a promise uh, when they were when they were kids, basically. Uh, their names are Hinata and Aoi. That's going to get confusing uh, based on Haikyuu. I'm going to have to get used to a new Hinata. Um, and then after several years, uh, they managed to... Oh, they vowed to get basically climb a mountain together. Uh, they kind of lose contact over the years, but eventually they regain. They kind of make that connection again, and they start. Uh, and they start trying to climb mountains. Unfortunately, though, Aoi has a problem with heights, and Hinata doesn't actually. Uh, she does not really have too much patience, and she she's kind of reckless as well. Yeah. And so we're gonna watch the two of them sort of interact and kind of interplay with one another. Mm-hmm. So, personally, my expectations for this season are, I don't really have a lot, to be honest. It it definitely looks, I'm trying to think of a good way to say this, without being, like, too mean about it. Uh, it looking at the art for it, it kind of looks like Usakame to me, but also with even less comedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm sure there will be, like, little comedic bits, especially with that description there. About how, you know, it's like, you can do a lot of... You can probably do some some quick gags about Hinata, like, like losing her temper, and then L.I. being like, Oh, no, I'm sorry! <laughs> uh, and I'm sure that will never get old. Yeah. Uh, but honestly, I'm kind of expecting it to be a pretty quiet, pretty gentle series without... Like, there may be some progress, like, within the plot, but I'm kind of expecting it to be mostly just sightseeing. 
Yeah, it's sightseeing. This, uh, my expectation is that this is going to be one of the, uh, an Iyashike show, you know, a calming show that people are supposed to watch to relax. There's right. not going to be much conflict. Every character is going to be nice at their core. Right. And uh, it's just going to be about learning and growing together in their, their quiet, extended school days. Um, so yeah. I think it'll probably be nostalgic more than anything else. That's That's probably... That's probably fair. Uh, I'm I'm not gonna lie. I'm not exactly expecting to like this, but uh, I'll try and keep an open mind going into it. Yeah, me too. Um, and then the second show that we're going to be doing is a bit older. It's called Big Wind Up, um, right? Which is a baseball anime. It was one of the anime that first got us excited about sports anime. Oh yeah. Um, and so there's a total of 39 episodes so we're only going to do one episode a week so we're actually on track to do this for a while right Um, we're coming back to it because uh season two was recently released in the united states for the first time uh and we we hadn't had a chance to watch we wanted to watch the first season again because it's been several years before we went jumped in and watched season two um and we just decided why not incorporate it into the podcast, especially since we've got a light season for spring. So we're going yeah. to start that off and uh, go week to week with Big Windup. Um, the basic premise is that it centers around a high school pitcher named Ren Mihashi, who was unsuccessful as a pitcher in middle school, but he kept getting opportunities to pitch because uh, his grandfather had a big reputation at that school. He has since um, transferred to a new high school unrelated to uh, his old one so that he could uh, basically get get away from that bad situation where everyone on his team blamed him for their lack of success. Uh, So he teams up with a new catcher and he has to relearn how to be a pitcher and how to work as a member of a team. Um, I think my number one expectation is that it holds up you know like i think i think it's gonna be as good as i thought it it was in college um right but i guess i don't know yeah it it's kind of hard to say because i i I don't i we're not gonna get this is kind of interesting because it's this is the first time we've covered something on the show that we've actually both seen Mm -hmm. uh and that we're both going to be covering simultaneously and uh, I, I do, I am kind of curious about how the second half in particular is going to hold up without really going too much into spoilers here. Uh, just because I know that second half is going to go on for, there's a plot point that's going to make it go on for a while. So I'm hoping that, but I do remember that we sat there uh, when we were in college just in like enthralled by what was going on so i'm kind of hoping it manages to keep that tension going yeah i Uh, I agree because the pace slows down but i do remember that despite the pace being slow in the second half the tension was still high it was still exciting episode episode. right so we'll see i i i'm i am confident my i'm betting on big wind up but uh I, i i don't know maybe that's just me Hoping that my youth will not betray me. <laughs> well, we've already gone over how it's betrayed us before with Yamushi Petal, so... Yeah, I know. I, though that's still our adulthood letting us down, so I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Maybe we just don't have as good of taste as we like to think. I think that's the ultimate <laughs> betrayal. 
Possibly, but that shouldn't go against Big Windup. Um, so, anyway, I think that wraps us up this week, unless you had anything more on uh, Big Windup? No. Um, I'm looking forward to this season. It's going to be a little bit of a lighter yeah. season than, than it has been for the last two. But I think that'll give us some room to really... Enjoy Big Windup especially and, you know, see where that takes us. Right. And, I, um, yeah, maybe do, do something a little new. See how it works doing an older show. Right. I'm, I'm looking forward to having a little bit more, not feeling quite so rushed going through the discussions this mm-hmm. season. Especially because we've only, you know, we don't try and go beyond an hour. Well, unless we've got like a ton to cover, we don't like going beyond an hour. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're it'll be nice having a little bit more time to kind of stretch uh, kind of uh, really get into the meat of some things, or yeah. not, you know. Yeah, exactly. We won't. We'll try not to do it just to do it. You know, right. That's the big thing. But that's that's always been a, kind of our philosophy here. Yeah. I mean, whether or not we've succeeded, uh, that's for <laughs> you all to decide. Um, so anyway, Matt, I I appreciate your time. I appreciate your participation continued in this uh, podcast as always, uh, and. I'm looking forward to the new season, but with that in mind, would you be so good as to hit the credits for me? I would love to. Our logo design is by James Ratcliffe. The theme music is Fly High by Burnout Syndromes, covered and performed by Luke Bartka. You can follow Koshiencast on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter, and our email is koshiencast at gmail.com. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review. We'll be back next week with the best and worst from the world of sports anime, and until then, keep training. Keep training.